2: What up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. So glad to have you. CBS Sports Radio across the country. We're also streaming live on YouTube. Today's our maiden voyage. You can go to youtube.com slash cbs sports radio, and it has been fun. You can get in the chat. It's uh, all very, very exciting. And, you, of course, you can look at Perloff and I, just two perfect tens <laughs> here talking sports. <laughs> How
0: is your experience in the chat going, Maggie? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, I have a little problem getting into the chat, but I can see the chat, and it's very, very. I'm fun. hearing
0: random curse words. I know. Huh?
2: So, that's what's <laughs> going on on the YouTube channel today, and it looks great. Uh, so, thank you to everybody who made this happen and got us up on, on YouTube. So, we've got that. We've got the College Football National champion tonight, uh, Championship tonight, Perloff, and this is always what happens when it's on Monday. Is like we come off this massive NFL weekend, mm. and it's like, wait a minute, hold on. We just have to decide one small thing tonight, which is who's going to win the college football title. And to be honest, like I think all the pressure here has got to be on Georgia They are standing at the doorstep of being able to claim dominance in the sport. You know, no one's repeated since Bama in 2011, 2012. The idea that they could do that tonight, everything, all of the pressure has got to be on them. Whereas TCU, who was 230-1 to or whatever before the season even started, crazy, crazy long odds that they'd even be in the college football playoff, let alone playing in the championship game. I think they get to play free. I think they get to take risks. I think they get to try to do whatever, implement whatever game plan they feel like they want to. Whereas for Georgia, I think this is a team that's favored by 12 and a half points. They should win this game.
0: Yeah, obviously the talent differential, at least based on traditional ways of looking at it. I saw, I think Georgia has 15 five-star recruits, which is the second most in the country behind Alabama and TCU has one, and he's a rotational player. He's a linebacker, the transfer there, who doesn't even start all the time. So the talent level is crazy in advantage of Georgia. Now, it's interesting. Why do you say Georgia has pressure? I agree with you. TCU should play really loose. But I'm not sure what the pressure is on Georgia exactly. Winning your second title, it, it, when you say that, it makes me think like Georgia's looking at themselves as a dynasty, and yep. it is important to win this game to really get this thing going and the to become the preeminent program in college football.
2: I mean, I think it puts Georgia obviously on top and I think it makes Alabama now take a back seat. Now, I don't know what's going to happen next year. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, none of us do, but if you're back-to-back national champions, you have just sent a message to Alabama, right? Intended or not, but like you just sent the message that it's no longer going to be just the Bama show here anymore. And it's yeah. no longer going to be, oh, if you want a national champion that championship, well, you got lucky one year or nice run Clemson. But like, let's see what happens or, you know, blips here with OSU. Uh, no, 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 this is this is so hard to do to okay. pull off the back to back.
0: Clemson got there pretty much every year. But Clemson yeah. is
2: on, was on a great yeah. run.
0: Because they were in the ACC. Would that help? But. Uh, well, I think the thing with Georgia, though, they really did sneak through. I mean, they should have lost Ohio State. They're not that much better a team than everybody else. They're kind of like when Alabama's winning titles. They're winning by the narrowest of margins. It's not like Georgia was super, super impressive this year.
2: Well, well.
0: They Their defense you they were, was still
2: keeping teams like around 20 points. It's really I just sh- been the last two games against LSU and then Ohio State. Where they allowed thirty points or more—thirty against LSU, forty-one against Ohio State—and the eight hundred and fifty passing yards combined in those two games, yeah, where you're just like, "This is not what we're used to from a Georgia defense."
0: No, not at all. And even during the season, I, I would argue last year's Georgia team would blow this year's Georgia well, team away.
2: That team also had an unprecedented number of guys yeah, well, go to the NFL. That's on my defense. point. Yeah. Is
0: this is a much more narrow? But you're. Last,
2: but in and theory, even last year
0: they were losing to Alabama in the fourth quarter. What? It's it's just very even at the top. That's okay. all my point is. But
2: think about it, yes, last year's Georgia team might beat this year's Georgia team handily, but you're not playing Alabama in the championship game. You're playing TCU in the championship game, and I love TCU, and I've been standing for TCU all season long, but this is the largest spread in the history of college football playoff championship. They should win this game, so that's where I feel like the pressure comes. And then the ancillary stuff about the legacy stuff and the the full kind of passing of the torch, changing of the guard, all those cliches, I think they come into play here.
0: Yeah, no, I, I do agree with you that they've definitely they passed Alabama right now. But I feel like things are changing a little in college football. I think the next 10 years is going to be a bunch of teams are going to have something to say. I don't think that Georgia is going to go on that Alabama run. Because think about it. First of all, you have Alabama to deal with, and they've been recruiting like crazy. Yep. You have Brian Kelly at LSU. Uh, you have Lincoln Riley at USC. And that's just the, the three that we know about. You have Ohio State and whatever they're going to do. Michigan's going to be stacked if they come back next year with Jim Harbaugh. I I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be a lot of parity at the top. Where the last decade was Clemson, Alabama, this next decade is not going to be Georgia every year. I think it's going to be everybody every year.
2: Yeah, but if they win back-to-back...
0: They win back-to-back, yes. but
2: They, I, they deserve all the credit. But and, I
0: don't think they're going to be in the national title game in five in the next eight years, like well, Alabama.
2: Okay, but think about this. They're doing it with back-to-back titles with a quarterback who most people would be surprised if he was taken in the third round of the NFL draft. They would think that's high. So, wait, what about if Georgia gets lands one of these all-time great quarterback recruits, too? Like, that changes things, right?
0: For the better or worse?
2: For the better, I'm saying. Like, mm. I, I th- feels like
0: they, they're pretty good with Seth Bennett. And also, no, great I, I think you could argue Nick Saban was better when he had the A.J. McCarrens and Greg McElroys of the world. I don't know that getting five-star quarterback recruits is going to make Georgia you know, a guaranteed... It, it doesn't really work that way. It feels like there's much more going on here. Seth and Bennett is an uncanny winner. It's going to be hard to replace.
2: What do you think is the bigger thing about this game? Is it the Georgia and the ability to go the back-to-back or the TCU well, pulling off the, a possible upset.
0: I mean, this is all about TCU. Yeah, right. Are we all rooting for TCU? And I like Georgia. Some too. of us
2: have been all season long for it off.
0: Oh, would you stop trying to take a victory <laughs> lap on TCU?
2: How many teams? Did Although you I have did have take a... Georgia versus the field? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Just still hold up. By the way.
0: Oh yeah, another <laughs> gutsy pick. But TCU, I think we're all rooting for them. But if you're going to be do this, I told you so on TCU. I don't know if I can root for them tonight. I might have to pull for Georgia.
2: Wow, but uh, I was the one who said they deserved to be in the college football playoff, even if they lost. You didn't want to put them in.
0: No, I wanted Alabama.
2: You did uh, want Alabama. I did want Alabama. <laughs> Alabama would be
0: playing tonight, and they'd probably be about what a four or five point favorite tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know.
0: About I that. You know you're right, but then then the Michigan game happened, and I found myself just more in love. I'm so in love with them now, but I I don't know. I I can't, you're TCU fandom. I can't, (laughs) we can't both be giant TCU fans. So I have to make a decision. I think
2: the whole country are TCU outside of the, of the state of Georgia, I think the whole country are TCU fans now, right? I think so. Is everybody for the upset?
0: I think 12 and a half. Is it way too big a number? By the way, I've said that we both said that from the beginning. What are we, what are we missing here? TCU plays everybody close they were physically right there with michigan who was not a bad team uh, and georgia's defense has been really bad the last two games
2: yeah the passing defense feels I-
0: like feels like the, you know tcu i tcu could probably run the ball TCU's a good running team I don't know. I feel like this looks like it could be a close game.
2: Well, it looks. Well, I guess we'll get more you know, on Kendra Miller as the game gets closer and closer. But even with Amare DeMarcado, they were able to run the ball well against Michigan. And I think the ability to stop the run, because that's the thing about Georgia. You got the three-headed monster with McIntosh and Edwards and Milton. The receivers are obviously better for Georgia than they were for Michigan. But if they're able to stop the run, like TC was able to stop the run against Michigan... I mean that's that's yeah. going to be your best bet. I know Bennett is better than McCarthy, but that's going to be your that's that's going to be the game.
0: Oh yeah, and then a Quentin Johnson break broken tackle touchdown. This is I'm excited. I really really expect a close dramatic game. I'd be surprised. I, I've actually read a lot of people are picking a Georgia blowout here yeah. because of the talent. I don't see that at all. I see a close game. I like you and pulling for the TCU. We horn got
2: a root for the Horn Frogs, right? 855-212-4 CBS. 855-212-4227. You even heard Troy Aikman on the broadcast Saturday night was like, a lot of people in Texas really crazy about those horn frogs. I was <laughs> like, Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, we'll get into some props, some picks, some uh, you know, a little more of the betting angle of this a little bit later on in the show. But love to hear from the college football fan. Are you pulling for TCU tonight? And then on the flip side, if Georgia is able to win this game and go back to back, are they the new new Alabama? Are they are they yeah, now good the top dog? Yeah,
0: are they the no new Alabama top dog? Oh yeah, yeah. I, know, I didn't
2: I didn't mean to do that.
0: No, I think are they the new Alabama? But that's a that's a very very high bar. And also the other thing is the old Alabama is still there, so it's gonna be tough. I, I think Brian Kelly's really interesting at LSU. What if he gets his act together?
2: I mean, I I think this first season was a wild success for Brian Kelly. I said that the day they beat Alabama, the day after.
0: Yeah. I mean, if he gets his team in there, too, and really gets what what he had going on in Notre Dame with the LSU talent, oof, it's going to be good.
2: Wesley Wilcox, Stu, is asking in the chat, we need a uh, UGA TCU poll, and he said, por favor. So as long as you say please, we'll do it. Sounds good to me. There you go. We got Stu on top of that. We've got the whole crew in today. And also, oh, Nick wondering, Stu, who you have in the game tonight?
3: Oh, Nick s- is wondering who s- I have.
2: Sud- Suddenly, Maggie and Perlov are our pick on this game. Not as important. What does Stu think? Yeah, Stu,
3: who do you got?
0: What's going
2: on here?
3: <laughs> I got Georgia. I, it's, I have a hard time betting against Georgia, unfortunately. Wow, that's gutsy. I would like to see TCU win, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Georgia wins.
2: Stu is the best, and we love him. Stu's a bit of a front runner. How so? Laker fan, Notre Dame, you know.
0: Wait, wait, wait. front Yankee runner fan. from from Yankees. 1989 or front runner from <laughs> current teams? You Liverpool. know,
2: just front runner like in terms of powerhouses. He's there with all the big, the big guns. So
0: these are clearly teams that were powerhouses when you were a kid, or because, before I was born. Yeah, yeah. Like Notre <laughs> Dame was before I was Notre born. Dame, I mean, I know they got the title game, but the rocket Ishmael my days are a long time ago. I can't see where you pick them up. Exactly. Is yeah. This a parent thing?
3: This is a had two uncles went to Notre Dame. So Ooh. I like Notre Dame. That's okay. why. That's all that is. Listen, Lakers is clear play in front running because I like Kobe <laughs> and Jack and they start oh. winning championships
2: <laughs> and the Yankees
3: and the Yankees. Need yeah. We say more. Yeah.
2: Eight, five, five, two, one, two, four, CBS, eight, five, five, two, one, two, four, two, two, seven. Again, we'll come with our picks and our props and all of that fun stuff coming up in just a month. By the way,
0: yes. Stu's family must be really smart. You got two uncles who got into Notre Dame? What's your excuse, dude?
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, I definitely was not smart enough to get into that. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah, No dude, chance. To
0: have family in Notre Dame means you have a very, very smart family. Um, but, uh, Stu, no, you're, we, we're so glad you didn't get to Notre Dame and you're here with us.
3: <laughs> That's true. I might not be here
0: today. You're right. Would have
2: been one or the other? We have nobody working here or went to Notre Dame? That's impossible. Somebody here must have went to Notre Dame.
0: Um, I don't know. I feel like if Stu was in Notre Dame, he'd be the secretary of the interior right now or something <laughs> like <laughs> Stu. Don't you think you'd be super impressive and you'd be hobnobbing S- with celebrities or something? I don't know.
2: Stu's super, super impressive. He, w- he went to Nashville for the first time over the weekend.
3: Oh, yes. How was it? It? it was amazing. First time in Nashville. Uh, got to try a lot of great food. Got to go to a lot of places. I have never experienced anything like it. Just the bars, uh, the live performances uh, Saturday and Friday night. Um, a lot of good time. The country Music Hall of Fame was cool. The Grand Ole Opry was cool. How long cool were you there stuff. for?
0: Wow, that's amazing.
3: Uh, three nights. So... Basically three days.
0: So Maggie and Perloff Roadshow, we we in? Who, let's who wants to go Nashville. to Nashville. Nashville's
3: a good place to do let's, a show from.
2: Let's yes. go have a bachelorette party in Nashville. I'm <laughs> <laughs> It's too, I have to ask you to go to Hattie B's and get their I went to
3: Hattie B's oh, and I had the greatest yes. chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. Love yeah. it. So good. Now, if we go to Maggie
0: and Perloff, the Maggie and Perloff show goes there, we're doing the bachelorette style. because I have. No, you know, I
2: want us to be on one of those things yeah. where everyone rides the bike, yet you somehow <laughs> go in the same direction. <laughs> with we a, saw those. Yeah. We are going to do one.
0: Do we have to wear the... Yes, yeah, sashes, hats, and things. Yes, yeah, like,
2: so genitalia, like yeah, yeah, yeah. paraphernalia. Oh, <laughs> nobody's yeah. nobody's right. safe. Was that intentional? That was incredible. <laughs> <Yes>. I've been <laughs> workshopping this for a while.
0: Now well, I know they wear those in Vegas. Do they also do that in Nashville?
2: They do everything they do in Vegas. They do in Nashville. <laughs> yeah really? Just bachelorette parties. It's just like. You know, it's like, oh, we're not going to do that. It's cheesy. And then before you know it, it's 2 a.m. And you're, you know, wearing a thing off your head. And- uh. <laughs> the cool thing about
4: Nashville is just, it's just a line of bars and restaurants. Yeah. And every bar has live music. And so you're just going from, like, live concert to live yeah. concert to live concert. And drinking. And it's all just, like, on one strip. It's just, it's fantastic. No, it's the best.
2: I've been there many times. I love it.
0: I'm pitching an off-season trip for yeah. the show. We are off-season?
2: Going- what off-season? <laughs> the NFL off-season. Oh, right. NFL off-season. Okay.
0: We are going to tell our boss we want to evaluate all the possible Tom Brady destinations for next year.
2: Oh, we could do a... So, oh. South Beach,
0: Nashville, Vegas, Vegas. for sure, yeah. L.A., San Francisco.
2: Do we have to go to Boston? Back to New England? Is he going <laughs> back to New England?
3: Meadowlands for, for San Francisco Jets.
2: Oh, yeah, to the Jets. A staycation? <laughs> we go to the Jets facility. Wait, it's wait, like twenty wait. minutes from my house.
0: Wait, are the Jets, are the Jets in their Tom Brady rumors. That can't be true.
2: No, I think this is a Bill Simmons inspired thing. I
0: think So too. that's why I heard it too. Yeah,
2: it's some. It's it's it got to be him negging he or something. Went
4: to every other, you know. A- AFC, to AFC East team. I'm mean, sorry, Josh Allen's not going to go anywhere. So the Jets and the Dolphins, he can play for both of them. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's all-time QB. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> for- <laughs> 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 he's better than <laughs> yeah. both options. How about <laughs> Belichick today? He said, when asked about Mac Jones, I'm going paraphrase this one, but he asked about Mac Jones and the offense in the future, and he said, what about Mac Jones? And he goes, I think he can play in this league. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Ringing endorsement for a guy who was taken, what, 15th overall?
0: Oh, that's over. Pack your bags, Jimmy G. You will be in Boston next year. That is... The Mac Jones thing's over.
2: But what do you do with a guy under contract? He's still, like, on his rookie deal. You're going to throw him... You're going to trade him?
0: Great. You got a reasonable backup to Jimmy G. We will get hurt in week five. You're fine.
2: Trade him to the Raiders.
0: I don't think... No, no. The Raiders... Mac Jones,
2: yeah. Josh McDaniels. Every yeah, that, Patriots m- combination is on the table. That rookie
4: deal means nothing, whether it's you know Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold no. or Josh Rosen or your Haskins. How. Yeah, just get rid of him. Trade what?
0: A six-round pick for Mac <laughs> Jones? I don't what? know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, honestly, I don't. I don't think there's much value with Mac Jones. I think they. I think Jimmy G is the most logical guy for the Patriots. I mean, it's perfect, right? Yeah, but what, he what can't stay
2: healthy through a whole season. So who's so like, Mac Jones is your backup? What about Bailey yeah. Zappi?
0: God, you go 3 deep.
2: 3 deep. <laughs> they're going to be unstoppable next yeah, year. Yeah, with put one Alabama on guy and two time.
0: two division two guys go for it. All
2: right, I like this idea of pitching this to spike about our Tom Brady yeah, destination. But you guys got to be
0: smart about this. Don't bring up Bill Simmons Patriots and Jets rumors. Let's <laughs> focus on reality. Tom Brady is not going to a cold weather place. Wait, Hold on.
2: We forgot to put New Orleans. No, they're done. You don't think New Orleans, the Sean Payton with Tom no. Brady package deal is in play?
0: I, I don't because I've watched New Orleans closely this year with with bizandi Dalton. They're the most salary cap strap team. They're old. They have zero talent except for Chris Olave. And everyone says, Oh, they got Chris Olave. Yes, they have Chris Olavi, but that's it. Is there another single player Michael you want? Michael Thomas love?
2: is coming back. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh <laughs> <T-t-t-> 2019 call? <laughs> <laughs> 855-212-4CBS, cbs All right, we're going to workshop this Tom Brady tour.
0: Wait, by the way, yeah, New Orleans, definitely. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have poo-pooed
2: that. No, for you were like, no.
0: Wait, is there any other fun city? How about how about overseas?
2: Oh, Germany? Does this <laughs> wow. have all-time QB in Munich?
0: Yeah, Shad Khan's trying to get us to London or something. <laughs> I don't want to go to Germany. Let's go somewhere. Uh, yeah, we heard that they're opening a team in France. Let's go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> think he'll buy it. Uh, okay, coming up. First of all, we're on YouTube today. If you're just joining us, we are on YouTube for the first time in the history of the show. We're live streaming on YouTube, and this is where you're going to find us every day. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. We got the poll up. It's right there in the chat. That's for you, Will right? Was it Will? Sure. (laughs) Stu put it in. Who's going to win tonight? Georgia TCU. There you go. And we've got so much more for you. Props and picks later on, but coming up are things looking bleak for one top seed? We'll tell you in just a moment. Don't move more Maggie and Perloff right after this.
0: This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. The wildcard round, the divisional round, the AFC and NFC championships, the Pro Bowl and Super Bowl LVII. It actually says 57 on the copy now, but I'm still going LVII. (laughs) Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com. Via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Maggie and I were just saw a clip of the TCU bus ride. Oh no, I'm sorry, it was a Georgia bus ride. Yeah. It was the most non-eventful bus ride. It was a bunch of dudes just sitting watching their phone. Then <laughs> there was a clip of Quentin Johnson, the TCU wide receiver, walking in. That is one cool looking guy. I think he he did not look nervous for tonight, for whatever that's worth. Uh, I love you know. Basically, I judge most of my what's going to happen based on how guys walk in to the stadium, what they're wearing, <laughs> that kind of thing. Is
2: that your secret?
0: Oh, yeah. I would have picked him. I'd, I'd take him in the top 10 for sure. There are several teams that I think could use a man who walks into a stadium that confidently. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's so funny that that's your measure. And I oh. totally believe you, by the way.
0: Well, that's really... <laughs> we've been talking a lot about Giants quarterback Daniel Jones today. That's really my main problem with him is he walks in in khakis and a blue Oxford like he's a junior at Duke.
2: Yeah. That's not going to cut it. He looks a junior at Duke. Duke High School. I mean, he looks like he's on his way to science class. He has the backpack, yeah. you know.
0: No, it's not uh, working. But listen, TCU's It is working out.
2: for him because now they're in the playoffs.
0: Would you get out of here with the Giants from the playoffs? It's not working. Wait, they... hold
2: on. We both think that the Giants are going to upset the yeah. Vikings.
0: Honestly, I, they are the most overhyped team. This is this much like the Eagles, who were 9-8 last year. They do not belong in the postseason. All these, There are so many bad NFL playoff teams right now. I can't get excited about the Seattle Seahawks being in the postseason right now. Can you?
2: It's really hard because I think we are all really rooting for the Lions last night. But also, I mean,
0: they've watered down the NFL playoffs so much with the expansion; they're fourteen teams in now. They don't have fourteen playoff level teams.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's tough to find quarterbacks these days too. We're really down on the depth chart. But the Lions would have been the feel-good story because, first of all, they're playing well. But, you know, I know they had a hiccup last week, but they're playing well. And I think they there's something about them that are just sort of fun. It's obviously of course been so much losing and the organization's been down for so many years and guys like Jamal Williams though who in his first player introduction, I think did something from like an anime cartoon as opposed to just saying like where he went to college and oh, this is, is that what that was I think it was like a like something about off a cartoon this is, is how great. you know I'm like, oh no. I I don't know anything he's saying. (laughs) This joke went totally over my head. But here were the range of emotions that he had after the game.
1: I'm grateful to be able to play this
4: game for my great-grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him?
1: Yeah, this is for him. Another day, stop playing us, man. We made we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I gotta say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. There was something about, not to be, like, stereotypical. I I hate playing into these gender roles, but, like, something about that as a woman that I really identified with. (laughs) It's like, on one hand, I'm crying. On the other hand but seriously don't mess with me <laughs> yeah you know? it's all go- <laughs> dog around his boat. <laughs> it could be tears and also like i'm gonna kill
4: you is jamal williams the winner of the 2022 season i mean this guy oh, yeah. from from you know, before the season on hard knocks to now, yep. he is the man. I know. But like he like I'm going to get a Jamal Williams jersey at this point.
2: <laughs> Sander wearing a Lions jersey.
4: Because every time I get a Jets jersey, the guy gets traded cutter sucks. I got, <laughs> seriously, I got a John Vilma, Lavernius Coles, and Mark Sanchez Jets jersey. What am I doing with those things?
0: Man, Lavernius Coles. Cleaning
2: Cole. the, the counters? I don't know. No offense to Lavernius Coles, of course. Um, <laughs> why, is it,
0: why is it the Detroit Lions did not make the playoffs this year, but it feels like they did?
2: You know, I think a, I think people appreciated actually that they played, you know, that they really played that game hard, even though they were eliminated before kickoff. And I think the fact that, I think the fact that Rogers was pretty dismissive of them, Mm. you know, Hey, and you know, of course you got a dome team coming out to play the cold. So we feel so confident, even if you're right, I think people were, were rooting for the scrappy Lions. So
0: where do we go here? Are, are we into Dan Campbell next year? Or are we going to look at this as a possible playoff team? I think so, but I'm still, you still have to acknowledge they did not make the playoffs this year. They have Jared Goff at their quarterback. For now. There's no for now, I don't think. I Why, think they the a,
2: Rams pick? I mean, if they want to, they, they're they going to be in perfect line to get a quarterback. Not Bryce Young, but maybe they trade up. I don't know.
0: Well, they're 9-8 and eight right now, and they have momentum going towards the playoffs. I don't think they—this is not a time to go to a rookie quarterback, is it, and then start over?
2: Well, that's where you have to be honest about who you are, right? Well, that's so, what
0: I'm saying. I yeah. don't think they're going to be honest. I think they think they're on the brink of the playoffs. I'd be shocked if they took a rookie quarterback. I mean, maybe Goff will sort of be the bridge guy, but they think they're there the way they, they talk and the way they play. I think they think they're right there right now.
2: It's a shame if that's true, because if they do fall in love with one of these quarterbacks, if you don't fall in love, then don't do it. But if you do, I don't think that should preclude them from taking the court. This is the perfect scenario, right? Because you have a season to build on yet. At the same time, you have that Rams pick, which becomes the sixth overall pick. You're perfect. You're in striking distance. Get your quarterback of the future and like, really try to give this thing a real shot for sustained success.
0: I don't know. Say it's Will Levis. Do you really see him being as good as Jared Goff? Jared Goff had huge numbers this year. Yeah, he did. So, but I don't
2: Stafford know. had huge numbers all those years in Detroit too, and it didn't amount to much.
0: Yeah, I, with yeah, Megatron, I mean, Stafford's pretty good. I don't know. Feels weird for me to move on from Jared Goff for a quarterback. You're not sure about because this class is not that great. I think you're going to see. And the other thing too is you said they're number six. Yeah there's a good chance that they're at their third or fourth option at that point. I think they love Jared Goff and you know, Jared Goff showed up in cold weather last night. I'm mean, talking about miracles <laughs> that never happens. Yeah. Do you really think they're ready to draft somebody? Because yeah. I think if they add one more stud defensively and then you have Hutchinson and all these other guys, I don't know. I, I think they're ready to go. I think they're going to want to add to the defense for sure.
2: Well that, but I, I think that there's a combination of, you made the trade for Goff, and so you did show a little bit of you know. Obviously, you you liked him a little bit, but you got to realize that there's a ceiling for Jared Goff. If you really love one of these other quarterbacks and you feel like the ceiling is much higher, you got to go for it.
0: Yeah, I don't see that quarterback in this class. That
2: quarterback might not be in this class.
0: Uh, they also obviously have some issues on defense. Aiden Hutchinson looks great. Great pick. I mean, look at when you look at this year's draft. There's some interior linemen who could be game changers immediately. I think they think they're right there at a couple more pieces. And you see Jamison Williams, they took the touchdown back. When he got cooking on the outside, whoo, the wide receiver. Now here, I have a, I have actually have questions bothering me all night. It got put out there a lot. Jamison Williams went up to Aaron Rodgers yeah. after the game and said, can I have your jersey? Right. And Aaron Rodgers said, no, I'm going to keep this one, which people are thinking means Aaron Rodgers might retire. Here's my question. What happens on a normal game? Does Jamison Williams, is he a good enough player to get Aaron Rodgers' jersey?
2: I'm so glad you brought this up. I thought it was kind of a heat check from Jameson Williams. Like, you're really going to ask Rodgers, whether it's his last game at Lambeau or not, it's still his final game of the season. You just beat him, and you're a rookie who barely who barely played this year. I yeah. know you're a big star in college, but the odds that Aaron Rodgers is, like, super familiar with your whole story. like The
0: odds of him knowing who on earth you are are well, slim. Well, he might know who
2: he is because he probably <laughs> watched him in college, but... I just, I I thought that was a heat check moment from Jameson Williams. Obviously, that guy's got a lot of confidence, but I didn't say, I didn't take it that Rodgers not giving the jersey meant he was retiring. I'm like, Rodgers just just
4: isn't giving him the damn jersey. He did say, I'm going to hold on to this one.
2: Right, but then Rodgers said later, I might give this to close family and friends. Right,
4: yeah. but, But like close family and friends, like it's just the last game of this particular season. Why do close family and friends get this jersey? And listen, who who else on the Lions is getting on Ross same Brown? No, I was thinking about Jared that. Goff? Is there
2: a, literally anybody on the Lions roster who could have asked for the jersey where Rodgers would have had to been like, yes?
0: Yeah, Jared Goff. I'm sure they No,
2: definitely not Jared Goff. Why, they're Goff.
0: both Cal guys. I, I, they're buds. Th-
2: then you have a hundred times to give them a jersey another time. If this is indeed a special jersey. like wow. There's nobody on the Lions who can go to Rodgers and it's like, oh, I have to do a jersey swap.
0: I think Jared Goff—I think he has a lot of—they're very good friends, I think. So Jared Goff would be the perfect candidate. If Jared Goff came up to him and said, hey, I would love to do a jersey swap, I think there's a lot of pressure. Jameson Williams, who had one catch on the entire season, <laughs> he's never even heard of, does not have a lot of pressure. And also Jamal Williams, his former teammate. Yeah, I
2: was thinking so maybe— So those
0: two Jamal. guys, I, a I, You don't a think Jared Goff
2: already has an Aaron Rodgers jersey somewhere?
0: But you said—you you asked the question, who would pressure Rodgers? Yeah, I that? think nobody— well, if not Jared Goff or Jamal Williams, then who in the in the league? Maybe Tom Brady you're saying. It has to be It
2: has to be somebody or probably like a defensive end. Like I bet if like the Vaughn Miller or something like that. I, I think you do the jersey swap.
0: I don't think. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, but a linebacker. Sort of an out of nowhere player to go up to Aaron Rodgers. Do you think who do you think asked Tom Brady for his jersey every game?
2: No, now guys are having Tom Brady sign the balls that they intercept, and apparently uh, the guy who had, Kirby Joseph, yeah, Kirby Joseph said he's going to send the ball to Aaron Rodgers, hoping he signs it. Ooh, <laughs> you might not get that one back. I mean, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> sent him a lot the ball. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair. If uh, Aaron Rodgers kept handing him the ball, why does he hand them back to? Aaron? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I was really worried for Jameson Williams. I was like, this is embarrassing, man. You just got caught on camera asking for a jersey and you got shot down.
2: Can you imagine I can't imagine asking someone for something.
0: No. I hate asking people. I don't I even like taking pictures. Are you I know. I feel like Samter could do that. I feel like Samter Sampter is not shy about for, an autograph.
2: Samter would ask for Aaron Rodgers jersey.
4: There are very few perks to being short, but one of them is I'm very disarming. People don't feel threatened <laughs> by me at all. So I walk up to them. I'm like, "Hey, can I like tie your shoes?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure."
2: Yeah, so, so, is that uh, what you said to Mark Davis? All the time. All the
4: time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I asked him whose barber was, and you know, can you hook me up with an appointment? You
2: did not. You don't have the stones. <laughs> I do not at all. But <laughs> hey, seriously, who is his barber? Come on. Someone who's probably charging him a thousand dollars for that haircut. You what, also, can I tie your shoes? What if you were a
0: quarterback, say you're Aaron Rodgers, and you actually are open to the idea of a jersey swap, but a scrub player comes up and asks first, but you want to hold out for the better player. Yeah. Say you're playing...
2: I have, a, I have an answer for this.
0: Yeah, say you're playing the Bucks, and sort of a backup receiver says, let's do the swap, but you're waiting for Tom Brady. How do you handle that?
2: Okay, so I think this happened actually last year, but now I'm blanking on the game. Maybe Ackerman will remember. Where I, or Lamar Jackson. This used to happen to Lamar. They would have multiple Lamar jerseys. So they would at the end of the game, a PR person for the Ravens. I'm like pretty sure I'm right about this would bring out extra jerseys where Lamar would sign extra ones like not the one he wore, but other jersey authentic jerseys of his and then they would give them out.
4: I mean, isn't that the equivalent of having, like, an automatic signer? (laughs) No, you're watching him. He's doing it.
2: It's just like a jersey you just, like, found in the Yeah, they went to Modell's and they got him something. No, it's a (laughs) jersey, actually. We ran out of jerseys. And it's a medium. But you'll love it.
0: Really smart.
2: But am I I think I'm right about this.
0: Yeah, I said he did it against the Jets last year.
2: That's what it was. But it's not
4: game worn. It's just a jersey with a signature on it. That's not a jersey swap. But it's still a jersey. "Here's, Here's my sweat. Let me take your sweat.
2: Yeah, well, it, it's, it's not exactly.
3: Lost <laughs> well, the Jets, so what do you want me to do? You don't get the sweat.
2: <laughs> he barely broke a sweat. That's why Yo, I have a grass oh. stain. <laughs> <laughs> Just like rub it on the grass a little bit, fake it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can't believe Jamison Williams does it. I mean, he's obviously a completely different kind of person than you and me.
2: Do you remember Jason? Remember Jason Terry, who we interviewed not that long ago? Matt, yeah, would wear someone else's shorts underneath his basketball shorts. He would do the swap with the shorts, remember? Wait, what? Jason Terry, under his basketball shorts, would wear an opponent's shorts. You guys don't remember this?
0: Gosh, that's great. So he'd have say a he short was a, swap a and,
2: instead of a, which you're so sweating he, on the top is something sweating on the bottom. Wait, wait so
0: wait, like, he would, before the game, say he was playing the Lakers and he was on the Mavs, he'd have Laker shorts underneath the Mavs shorts.
2: I'm pretty sure, yeah. And then
0: he'd rip off the Mavs shorts and say, <laughs> what? Sign my, I don't understand.
2: No, he would just. I think it was a superstition. We'll have to get him back on to ask him, but I'm pretty sure he would wear two pairs of shorts.
0: Wow, that's it's interesting. Yeah, that does sound. like Am I like right about this?
2: Am d- I wrong about this? Also,
0: too, that was the era of gigantic shorts where you could do that. But yeah, right. I like, like that.
2: You're basically wearing like parachute on the bottom.
0: Okay. So I'm seeing some
4: headlines. Very quick perusing that he wears his opponent's shorts before the games, and sometimes will sleep in opponent's shorts. But I will. I will, de- I will dive in deeper oh. because I'm trying to figure out. Oh, like the- for I might
0: warm get par- I
2: might get partial credit. Then. Yeah, I'm. I'm just looking at headlines. I haven't had a deep dive yet.
0: That's creepy. He slept in opponent's shorts. It's
2: like you can't get out. Uh, get get out of my head. Like I'm. He-
0: huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, or something like that. <laughs> it's a mind game.
0: He. So the opponent is like, wait. I'm looking at Jason Terry's eyes. It looks like he was wearing our team shorts last night. I'm intimidated. I don't understand how this, whatever.
2: I don't know. It's his tactic, not mine. 855-212-4CBS, 855 Coming up, picks, props for the college football championship game tonight. Don't miss it. More Maggie and off right after this CBS Sports Update from Rich Ackerman. College football national championship game just a couple of hours away. Can TCU pull off the unthinkable Perloff? off an upset over Georgia? They're 12 and a half point underdogs. America's team is now TCU. But first let's go to Ken. He's in Wichita has a thought on our Jersey swaps conversation yesterday. Jamison Williams asked Aaron Rodgers for his Jersey and Rogers said, no. <laughs> and Ken, what do you have? <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks
1: for taking my
0: call. I guess I'm calling more about the wearing something underneath your, your uh, team's uh, yeah, uniform. Yeah, so that
2: was um, – so Kenny um, – No, uh,
0: that was Jason Terry. Sorry,
2: Jason Terry. Thank you. Jason Terry, it turns out he wasn't wearing the opponent's shorts during the game, but he would sleep in the opposing shorts, something he and Mike Bibby started in college, to kind of get psyched for the game, and then he continued it in So the how did NBA. they
0: afford in college all those different shorts?
2: Let's not ask questions, Perloff. Ken, what do you have?
0: Well, I was just wanting to mention that Michael Jordan famously wore his North Carolina uniform underneath his Bulls uniform. Right.
2: But that was his own uniform, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: but right. that that was really cool.
2: Interesting, Ken. Thanks so much for chiming in. Thank you for contributing to our show.
0: I get it. I like to layer up when I'm playing basketball. I even indoors will wear the long tights.
2: <laughs> really, the compression oh, yeah. shorts. The compression pants. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Every pretty much every week. Yes.
2: By the way, that became a thing, yeah. and it took off. You guys could have been wearing leggings this whole time.
0: I know they're the greatest. <laughs> the problem is they're not cheap. <laughs> Did you have this problem?
2: Yes, I, women already knew this years ago.
0: I was looking at a new pair of Nike leggings. Were one hundred eighty five dollars.
2: Yeah, it's a lot
0: for leggings. Nobody, <laughs> Stu and Mike are looking at me like, huh? You guys don't are I, I leggings think guys. If, if
2: you just wear regular short, if you're a basketball player today and you wear just shorts and a tank top i'd be like what's wrong with that person why don't they have two sleeves on full leggings like headband
0: (laughs) (laughs) headbands are a thing so you know i was wondering do i have to wear pants on the new youtube stream
2: yeah i could easily questioning that
0: i could still easily wear just leggings
2: i double dog dare you done (laughs) <laughs> Just the leggings.
0: Just leggings.
2: Okay, and you can, but you can't wear like a, a shirt that co- like goes down to your legs. Okay, it goes down to your knees. But only no. when well, I'm in the confines out, of the thigh, Maggie thigh, and pearl Nobody studio. wants to see that. Yeah, right.
0: So, when I'm walking around the uh, the corporate office, that's a different
2: story. Okay, but for the live stream, just the leggings. <laughs>
4: <Done>. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on a second. Like w- when you got these quarterbacks who go into press conferences and they wear like you know, or, and they're wearing nothing below their shirts or their or their jackets, or, or people who do like live hits on TV on Zoom and they have no shorts on. They're not like getting up and then like changing their outfits. No, no. If you're going to be wearing leggings on the live stream, you have to wear that around the office too.
2: I kind of think you need to do at least one lap around the at office. At least a lap. Just for the. For the content. Well,
0: I don't understand. You guys are putting rules on me. I'm volunteering (laughs) to do this.
2: We need one picture of you walking through the office in the leggings. (laughs) Think about it.
0: I'm a little nervous about this, but I... I,
2: It's okay. It's not like we work in the middle of the day or anything. You
4: did walk around here wearing a floral suit, which was glorious.
2: Yeah, that was great. It was also Halloween.
0: Yeah, it was Halloween. Every every day is
2: Halloween. (laughs) You want to do this the same day that I'm wearing the uh, duck costume? we could really no, be a pair. No, about no. that. I'm just glad that I didn't miss it. Yeah, we waited cuz we wanted the the YouTube live stream.
0: Okay. No, we
3: wanted Samter to be here.
2: And we wanted Samter to be here.
0: Uh since we're just starting YouTube, I'll do the leggings tomorrow.
2: Yes. Wow. Uh I Yes.
0: But I I don't know about walking through like the suits and just stuff. Just
2: one lo- No, no, we don't have to go up to the 11th floor. Around here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've never seen a single person wearing a suit.
2: Yeah, you're like here. suits, who's Spike? <laughs> okay, and
0: when okay. you say the you suits, suits on boss,
4: I down it. today. That was open.
0: Are there suits on eleventh floor? I actually didn't know that. I've always <laughs> wondered what's up on the eleventh floor. There
4: are suits up there. Yep. Just avoid that.
2: Yeah, just we, stay, we won't take here. you to eleven. We'll, we'll keep you right here on ten.
0: I've been now in this building for a year. I still have no idea what's going on here. All I know is I'm just, something in my brain says, don't walk around in just underwear tomorrow.
2: But, it's that uh, kind you, of intuition that's gotten you But I'm far. also
0: incredibly susceptible to peer pressure. So if you guys keep it up, I'm definitely going to do it.
2: Gotta, gotta do just one walk through the bullpen. Okay, let's get to... Some player props, some predictions for tonight's game. Or we can keep going through with the. Leggings. You know, who
0: would look really good in just leggings. Quentin Johnson, like that dude could wear leggings anywhere.
2: <laughs> it would probably Transition. look a, a little bit better. Uh, okay, what do you like for this game? I mean, do you want to just start off with the obvious yeah. stuff? Um, so, go ahead.
0: Honestly, I'm I'm even tempted by the money line here. I really think TCU is going to give them a game. Definitely cover. I feel very confident about this. Which
2: spread moved up to thirteen.
0: Moved up to 13, which makes me feel even more confident for some reason. I got the TCU in a close game. I think that they are going to move the ball on offense. And George's defense, obviously, has looked vulnerable. I'm not quite sure why. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. And TCU keeps it close.
2: Okay, so TCU plus the 13, I'm right there with you. The over-under on this game is sit <laughs> 62.5. No,
0: that's actually... I've seen even higher this season. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that.
2: Yeah, college football. So here's my one thing about the over-under where I'm pausing. Couldn't you see a little nerves here, national championship nerves, where the first half goes pretty low scoring? You know, like, uh, I see what you're
0: saying. Teams kind of
2: feeling each other out a little bit. No one wants to make a mistake. Well,
0: Georgia's been here. TCU just has this weird looseness I can't even describe. Yeah. Kind of like they're playing with house money. It's a good theory. I, I see what you're saying. But I'm still caught on that Ohio State game where it just seemed like both offenses could do whatever they wanted.
2: You're right. What about the first half um, against the spread? So TCU plus seven and a half for the first half. Now, if you think this is going to be a close game, that could be a fun bet for you as well. And I might take the under on the first half total, which is 31 and a half. Okay. And then maybe there's like an explosion in the second half when the teams kind of totally. settle in.
0: Show bet. I, I like over, over, over on everything. Over. over also, too, everything. I want to enjoy tonight and I'm not gonna ruin my national championship night by rooting for any unders
2: okay <laughs> Quentin Johnston is 82 and a half his receiving yard prop that's where it's set I think if you're hoping TCU pulls an upset and if they are he's got to have a really big game so I think if you're going to try to map out how does TCU win this it's gonna have to be right around this number you might as well take the over at 82 and a half
0: yeah no so sorry was that the first quarter or was that the game <laughs> because Quentin Johnson is the man yeah. he is just oh he's so good I love this one. That play against Michigan where he just T.O. style shoved the cornerback to the ground. Oh, he's the best. I mean, George is different again, but I really like him a lot. I've liked him all year long.
2: Okay. How about a, uh, what else we have? We have Max Duggan, 31 and a half rushing yards.
0: Now you looked at that number probably, and we all did. It said Max Duggan has been running for a ton of yards. He had 110 in the Big 12 title game against Kansas State, had 57 against Michigan. I'm like, oh, I'm all over this. 31 and a half, Max Duggan. Then I looked at what Georgia has done to opposing quarterbacks. Yeah, Jaden Daniels, who's probably the best runner in college football, yeah. minus six yards rushing, be sacks count. And Georgia's been coming after Duggan all night long. Even if it's high scoring, I think they get some sacks and they knock him down. I'm confidently going under on this one and i never do that on quarterback rushing yards
2: wow okay and stetson bennett 12 and a half rushing yards <laughs> <laughs> less robust um
0: yeah did you when you saw that number did you look at your head i'm like wow can i picture stetson bennett running yeah it's kind of weird right
2: i guess i would probably take the under there stetson bennett touchdown passes it's only set at 0.5 Obviously, expecting a lot of run, yeah. runs near the goal line, but I would take the over on that.
0: Oh, my gosh. It, is that right? Point five, Definitely. That's so what more. I saw.
2: And then AD Mitchell receiving yards 37 and a half. I like the over on that.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean,
2: one explosive play, and he's got that.
0: Yeah, it felt like last game they were pushing him the ball a lot, too. I know he's been out, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm all over that one, too. So the only thing we disagree on is the over under in the first half.
2: You got it. Uh, Mike Samter is back. Congrats, Mike. We're so thrilled for you guys. Yeah, buddy. Big daddy-o. Stu Kovacs, thank you so much. Manny's back there. We didn't forget you, Manny. Everyone who watched the live stream today, thank you so much for being a part of it. Easy. We'll be back tomorrow doing the same thing at the same time. Enjoy the national championship. Talk to you tomorrow. Baseball is back. (laughs)